0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Sports Roll-Up. I'm Jonathan, and my partner is Aaron. And what we do here is that we roll up all of the week's sports news into one simple podcast for you to listen to on your way to work or at home while you're doing nothing like we're doing right now. Anyway, big week, NFL championship week. So let's start with the AFC championship, of course, the Patriots won thirty seven thirty one in overtime. Both both championship games went to overtime. And Tony Romo was a that's the, the first
1: thing that happened ever, too. Yes. Having two championship games.
0: That's Yes. And it's the first AFC championship game going to O T since the drive in I think it was seventy nine. But I mean you know, between Cleveland and Denver. Yeah, between Cleveland and was Denver. Like 86, damn. I know my years. Anyway, so obviously the game was a really good game uh, watching throughout. Um, As I was saying, Tony Romo became God and was able to call the plays that the offenses were running. Um, But in both of these championship games, there's a few plays that obviously made the difference. And we're going to talk about the first one, which was the inter- the Brady interception that went through uh, Julian Edelman's hands, and obviously that was a big moment as it led to a chief score. I mean, yeah, it was definitely. I, I know how to speak that. Day. It was definitely big. I mean, and this yeah. came out. Uh, I was. I was, I was- there were a lot
1: bigger plays in, later in the game, especially the offsides penalty that pretty much cost the Chiefs the game.
0: Yes. So. Yeah.
1: Pretty much, he, that, that was the pass goes right through Gronk's hands. Chiefs are up by four. Yeah.
0: I mean, just in the
1: And of course, they called in a neutral zone.
0: In front.
1: Yeah. On, which on the defense would allow think, the Patriots to keep the ball and score, which would lead to Casey tying the game.
0: Yeah, and then of course Patriots won the toss and marched down the field, and Brady does what he does best, and that's break hearts. Uh, so the Patriots are in the Super Bowl. I'm overall, it was a great game. I think that it's, it's there's not really passing interference called. We'll get to that later. But the there, was also the a
1: roughing, there was also a terrible roughing the passer call, though.
0: Yes. Yeah. So basically, if you don't know,
1: pretty much, um, pretty much, if you didn't hear, it was fourth. It was like fourth quarter. I don't remember when in the fourth. It was like, near the end of the fourth quarter, but pretty much this Kansas City player like is trying to get past an offensive lineman. And he's trying to tackle yeah. Tom Brady. He doesn't get yeah. to Tom Brady, but he gets like his hands on his shoulder. Yeah, As he it started like, it, it wasn't was even a throwing shoulder, and they called refing the pat which was
0: yeah, it was, like he, like, kinda, like yeah,
1: they made no, that game probably
0: no, first first down, and then pretty sure the Patriots went on to score that. But yeah, it's like his hand—he was trying to swap the ball away, and then his like hand like kind of brushed like the face mask and like the chest of Tom Brady, which was. It shouldn't like, have
1: been like, the passer, though.
0: No, it shouldn't have. I mean, it it, it shouldn't have ever been called like freaking middle schoolers take harder hits than that and you know it's just the game yeah. it wasn't like he grabbed him by the face mask he was just trying to swat the ball away and he didn't even grab do you,
1: think, do you think maybe the NFL wanted to see another Chiefs Rams game cuz look back at week 11 it was it was monday night right week yeah, 11 NFL, or it's pretty much the greatest monday night game i think we've ever seen can we agree with that
0: yeah, one of the greatest was...
1: NFL games we've ever seen, yeah. at least regular season-wise.
0: Wait, I think it
1: was... it was a Kansas City at Los Angeles yeah, play Kansas against the State Rams. Los... The Rams come out on top, fifty-four to fifty-one, in a shootout.
0: Yeah, it was a shootout.
1: Six touchdowns and three interceptions, and we'll get to, we'll talk about him a little more. He had a record-breaking season this year. He played
0: yeah.
1: decent against touchdowns. It's Jared Goff played really well, had yeah. four touchdowns. Yeah. The running game was surprisingly not really there for the
0: Rams. Yeah, Todd Gurley was – no, Todd Gurley wasn't injured at this point, but – yeah, and in and in the AFC championship game, I mean Patrick Mahomes he had a horrible first half, but then the second half he he lit him up in the fourth quarter for twenty one points.
1: It was very similar to the way they played the first time when they played against each other when
0: Yeah.
1: I don't the she I don't know if the Chiefs even scored. I think they did score in the first half, but Mahomes I think didn't even have a touchdown pass in the first half. Comes yeah. out Touchdown passes in the second half. They lost that game by, on a field goal, but...
0: Yeah, but, I mean, same thing happened. All right. So, we have talked about the NFC Championship game, but obviously the big story, the biggest story of uh, the championship games was the NFC Championship game. Uh, it was a another great game. Boken, I mean, like you said, Boken's been an OT, first time that's happened, but there's one, there's like two plays that you can pinpoint as the, the Saints losing, and the first one the, is oh. yeah, the, the no call pass interference on the Rams near the end zone that would have been a touchdown or at least a first down, and I mean, there was no apply, but that's the
1: Saints the game, honestly.
0: It, it could have easily have been, but Todd Gurley again he did nothing. His I think he hasn't really done anything since he's returned from his knee injury. It's mostly been CJ Anderson.
1: Like, I just have to be honest, I if we look at look at his stats, he's an all pro this year. He played very well. Two hundred and fifty six attempts, one thousand two hundred and fifty one yards, seventeen touchdowns. But surprisingly his long his longest rush was only thirty six. It's a little short. Yeah. He he, was, he did pretty good in the receiving game, 59 receptions, 580 yards, four touchdowns along with 56. But can we I don't know if he's do you think he's an MVP candidate? I don't really think he is.
0: I I don't think that he is an MVP candidate this year. Uh he's not this year. No. Uh but the second big play was Drew B's throwing a pick in OT which led to the Rams winning. And, yeah, I mean, there's nothing they could have done about that, but. but um, uh back to the PI call. I'm gonna bring up so there's a petition going around, um, of people are signing like a petition that are demanding a rematch of the NFC championship game after that pass interference call, and I'm gonna bring you to Rule Seventeen, Article 2, or Section Two, Article One. Uh, Quote, the commissioner has the sole authority to investigate and take appropriate appropriate and disciplinary action and or corrective measures if any club action, non-participant interference, or calamity occurs in an NFL game, which he deems so extraordinarily unfair or outside the accepted tactics encountered in in professional football that such action has a major effect on the result of the game.
1: Here's the thing. I I think they do have a point in citing that, but... I don't think one – yes, the one call did definitely change the game, but it really was only the one call. There was nothing else really
0: Yeah, that that's
1: so unfair.
0: But, I mean, yeah, it did change the game because that would have been – that's at least 15 yards or – not 15 yards, that's at least to the spot of the foul. That was – and the, the most interesting part, is the cornerback just turned around, he actually might have gotten a pick. He didn't have to level the dude. If he turned around, yeah. he actually might have had a chance to at least swat it down. I, I
1: so just like, don't dude. really think there's enough you can say just from that that should convince Roger Goodell to go say, oh, let's go replay the game. Yeah. Or let's just go well, replay the last like, two or three minutes.
0: Yeah, well, Saints coach said that he spoke with the league office and that he was told that they blew the call after the game. So I mean, if the league office knows that's that right, they've the call, I mean. here's the thing:
1: I think going back and replaying a conference championship game—that's just like—I I don't think that's a great idea. Just yeah. scheduling wise, with the Pro yeah. Bowl coming up, the losers of that game, I believe, are supposed to go to the Pro yeah. Bowl. You,
0: you have guess, to push where... back, like you have to push back the Super Bowl a week. Yeah,
1: and I mean, I, I just—I don't like that idea. I I yeah. really don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. If, it, on, if it's a regular season game, I think it's even worse because you have to go, to go back it. and replay it. If it's a regular season game, I think that would be reasonable. It's just a matter of finding a good time.
0: Yeah, I mean, Article Three does technically say that he can uh, quote the reversal of a game's uh, the reversal of a game's result or the rescheduling of the game. Either from the beginning or from the point of at which the extraordinary act occurred in this case the extraordinary act being the missed p i call i mean well, yeah I think at this it's pretty unlikely that he would have that he will do it, and I feel like if he was gonna do it, he would have done it the day after the game, so I don't think yeah. that I think as of now the ram it's the Rams versus the Patriots in the super Bowl and the Rams have Brady's think.
1: first super Bowl win. Ma- yes. Do you think the Rams can maybe end the Brady dynasty? I mean, they're kind of the ones who. Yeah, uh, I, th- I, th- I think the Rams have a ahead. good.
0: I mean, I think the Rams have the Rams ha- would have a better shot than the Chief- uh, than the Saints. Um, mm,
1: I don't think that. I, w- I would say the Saints would have a better shot, but I think, I think either way, the person, whatever team came out of the NFC, I think was going to be better than the AFC.
0: I mean, that's hard to say with Brady there, but yeah, I I think that overall, I just I, overall, I, I kind
1: of like I like the Rams better than they do the Patriots overall.
0: Yeah, I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I said about uh the the Chiefs and like the Rams if they if they can avoid the shootout, if if the Patriots can avoid the shootout, then I think that they have a great shot at winning this game of, of winning the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. yeah, but here's the thing. I think the X factor of this game is going to be Aaron Donald. And the thing is, I don't really think they have the Patriots don't have a guy that can guard Aaron Donald. I'm sorry. Yeah, they don't have a
0: guy who can stop no. him. You really have to hold him every play, but that's obviously not going to work. Yeah. He's, he's
1: going to be an X factor in the game, I guarantee it.
0: Yeah, he, he can be a huge pain. Uh, anyway, moving on. DeMarcus Cousins returned this week against the Clippers. Um, of course, I mean, he – I don't think he re- – he didn't do that well. But, I mean, the Warriors won. I mean,
1: he only played – we got to look at this. He only played – let's just take the positives. He played 15 minutes. I don't, don't think – 15
0: minutes carried the minutes. Keeley, so yeah, that's good.
1: He <laughs> did foul out, which that's kind of a concern, I feel like.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: Defensively. He was – Three for four from three, which that's pretty good. One for two on throws, We're not really going to worry about
0: that. 40. six rebounds in fifteen minutes as the second,
1: Being two for seven from inside the three point line, that's that does concern me a little bit.
0: Yeah, and obviously this is his first game back, but I mean, yeah. he's still not very good. Um, but I mean, his first points were like a, they're really big dunk. His first points in terms of like power. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah, you said it, 14 points in 15 minutes. I mean, that's that's pretty not good. But, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not as efficient as I'm, I'm as I'm sure. He's be good in not. the pack. Yeah. And, yeah, six fouls, 15 minutes, that's not good either. But, I mean, obviously, it's his first game back. I, so sure...
1: Do you think we could see – do you think there's any chance we see a prime boogie this season?
0: A prime bogey this season, Mickey
1: What are we returns... consider? Are we considering before he goes to New Orleans or when he's in New Orleans?
0: That's a good point. I'd say, like, he returns to, like, like, King's form, like, near the end. And if, like, their playoffs is long, then he could maybe hit New Orleans by the finals. But, I mean, I think... I don't think that... He's not going to be the same player in, like, half a season. Yeah but i think I that he think can, he I think can...
1: if the if the warriors get to the finals which as the nba has been going this season that may I, has the potential to not happen there are good teams in the west this year that can actually compete
0: yeah i'm like, let's look at like the biggest thing right the nuggets were the one seed and the warriors demolished them by 30 and I don't the rockets
1: have grown i think they'll be a, a top four, three or four seed but they're not the a title tennis? contender. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and the Rockets are. I'm I'm just gonna say I don't
1: think the Rockets are a title contender either.
0: No, I the Rockets are falling apart. I mean, let's let, let's That's go off. James Harden is having a great season.
1: Boy. Great season. I'm gonna be honest. Let's be honest. He gets up by the refs too much.
0: He does. And this, is and also, I, this
1: is why I don't think he's ever gonna be an MVP candidate, or he's gonna—he's never going to win MVP again. He just doesn't deserve I mean, it this year. Despite the stretch he's been on, let's take the game for his first time game against the Lakers. They're literally playing with their hands behind their back, and they're pretty much not fouling him. They're still calling fouls that aren't fouls. Yeah. And that that's honestly what sparked – okay, not the first game the Lakers went to Houston, my bad for that. That's what I was referring to the last one, but the very first time those two teams met, we all know what happened. Yeah, Rondo yeah. Uh, leads to a Brandon Ingram technical.
0: We yeah. get Rondo Chris Paul Fighter
1: spitting in his face. Which Rondo did? Did Rondo? Just your opinion. Do you think Rondo's actually spit in CP3's face?
0: I mean. I mean, we don't, I don't really. Think to... It was intentional if he did, but I mean, I think that there. I think I mean, there might have been something. It
1: just like, doesn't sound like Chris Paul is a very good person.
0: Yeah, like, like you hear all the stories, right? Chris Paul's not a good locker room person, right? He sucks at locker. But uh, back to Harden. I mean, the reason Harden has so has high so much elevated stats is because he's literally the only one on his team who's like really CP3's hurt. Clint oh. Capella is out now.
1: I think it's an. I think it's a system thing too.
0: I think it see, could be. it's a lot of.
1: I'm gonna take a game against the Nets for example. They shot. That they, this was like an OT game that they lost. It was very high scoring. Was they played the Brooklyn Nets at home? They took 105 shots. Out of those 105 shots, 70 of them were threes. I'm if I'm correct. That's the most three point attempts in a game in NBA history by one team.
0: Yeah, 70. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, they're, they're yeah.
1: the chances of that working in the playoffs. We saw that in game seven last year against the Warriors. It
0: doesn't work. Yeah, uh, 26 missed straight. You know, you can't have that happen. You can't make 26 straight threes.
1: I think Clint Capella is going to be a big X factor for them, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think I with out,
1: some kind of post game. Yeah. I'm sorry, he needs yeah. to develop a post game in order for them to be successful. Chris Paul, he's not the same player; probably won't be the same when he comes
0: All back. Stuff, yeah. I
1: don't um, know if he's in much longer. I don't know either. Carmelo, like, yeah, looks like he's going to the Lakers now.
0: Who, Car- Carmelo?
1: Yes, Carmelo. Oh, yeah.
0: Speaking of Carmelo, Carmelo, um. Today's January twenty first, which is hopefully going to go trade. up. Uh, yeah, he was we'll traded not for the Bulls a- for cap space, the- essentially.
1: The twenty second, but yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, they recorded this Carmelo got traded, so there's that. It, was, it wasn't even like a trade for the Bulls to play him; it's just a trade for cap space, really. Sorry. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, well, I say we move on to talk about talking about. The event in the NBA that's coming voting. up, in the All Star Game, All Star Game voting, yeah.
0: Yes. All right. So, um, that's so as of I'm January to first,
1: because they're going to announce that pretty soon. Because yes. the day we're recording, I believe today, the, today's the last day to vote, right?
0: Uh, yes. Today,
1: today was the last day to vote.
0: Yeah. 24. Yeah. So as of January seventeenth, um. The starters for the starters are for the West are LeBron James, Luka Doncic, Stephen Curry, Derrick Rose, and I think Paul George. Is good. Do they take three for the front court,
1: right? Yeah, I think that's how they do it because yeah. I think they, I think center is considered front court now.
0: Yeah, they are. Uh, because the front in the, court, but... Yeah, because in the Eastern Conference, the starters are Giannis, Kawhi, and Joel Embiid, uh, and Kyrie Irving. Irving and Dwayne Wade, um, so obviously I said uh, Derek Rose is um, uh, so as of right now for the fan vote starting the All Star game, and that's because of yeah. As of January seventeenth, he he was four hundred thousand ahead of James Harden and seven hundred thousand ahead of Westbrook, and Paul George and Paul George is only a hundred thousand. Roughly ahead of Kevin Durant, so that obviously might change.
1: Well, um, I, I'm, I'm going to argue this for the guards. It's very controversial. Also, the fact that Dontich is a starter right now, do, you, do we really think he's a starter? He's a rookie. He's I to be a
0: great player. He, yeah, he's going to be a great player. Let's not get that wrong. But I don't think that he has been playing as an all. Again, he's been playing really, really good, but I mean, he's you know I what? think you're he's, going to tell me that he's been playing better than Paul George and Kevin Durant. I mean, that's a, that's a hard thing to sell.
1: And then when we're going with the guards, we're talking about Derek Rose over James Harden. I'm yeah, fine with that. I think Derek Rose deserves maybe his stats don't show that he's, you know, yeah, an his, all-star, story. his story does. His story, though,
0: yeah, his story definitely his says, right, he.
1: Is the reasons fans have been voting for him? Yeah. Season, we have to consider he's not even starting. Really, he's yeah, played no, thirty six games. This season. He started eleven. He's shooting. This season, he's just been shooting the three ball great. He's shooting forty three point one percent from three. Which yeah. can you believe that? It's Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, point three points a game, the highest. Since – well, that's the most amount of points he's averaged since 2012 when he averaged 21.8. He's at the highest between those two seasons before that was 18. Yeah. He's he's averaging 2.9 rebounds, 4.8 assists, which assists could be up. Yeah. But .6 steals Um, a game, .3 blocks. 1.7 One point seven turnovers. Yeah.
0: So the Western con I'm gonna say the the West is obviously more stacked than the East. Um out of the
1: question about that. Uh,
0: yeah. Out of the sixteen players that I've mentioned, there are I, um there are twelve of them that are above two hundred mil that are above two million. Um, all of the Western conference players are above two million, Westbrook barely. Um but in the East, Giannis, Kawhi, and Joel are the only ones that are uh, – Giannis, Kawhi, Joel, and Kyrie are the only ones above $2, two, two million. Dwayne Wade is just under, and Kemba Walker, he's in third, is like barely well, at a million.
1: I don't know why. I understand. I think giving D-Wade the start this year in the All-Star game, I think they should do that. Yeah. Just last season, they did the same with Kobe.
0: Yeah. It's, but, it's, I mean, it's, it's, Kobe,
1: gonna get a new he was going to get a new All-Star game either way.
0: Yeah, it did. Like, I did. Like, hey, Yeah. The, the the All-Star starters, really, the fan, though, is just... It's a popularity contest, if we're being honest. It's it's a popularity contest. I mean, because why yeah. else would... Here's the thing. Speaking, it's a show for the
1: fans. fans. And if it's a show for the fans, it's who they want to see.
0: Yeah, it's... I think, like, I think it's a popularity contest. Yeah, it it
1: definitely works. But let's go. Let's not ignore a couple of years ago when Zaza Pachulia was almost in the lead in the. the-
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that that was that was the trip, wasn't it? Zaza is nowhere near an all star. No, it's an all star. Like like again, like I'm going to say, like statistically speaking, James Harden should probably be leading the guards, but it's Stephen Curry and Derrick Rose because they're more likely.
1: Stephen Curry would be
0: over him. Yeah. But, also, i like to point out that Jason Tatum and Ben Simmons are 4th in guards, respectively, and none of them were at 1 million. Yeah, Jason ben Tatum is a guard? No, Jason Tatum and Ben Simmons were 4th uh, in uh, front they're, court. In
1: they're, guards. they're, like, 4th and guard in front court.
0: Yeah, no. They're both, but, like, they're both 4th in their respective like position, right? And they're not at 1 million, so, I mean, the East is kind of not really good with, I mean, they have good players, they have talented players, but they're not being voted for the All-Star, I mean.
1: Yeah. Well, Gosh. on to another big topic that we've not been seeing much development on, but it's been going on since the end of the World Series.
0: Mr. Teams.
1: Where is Harper and where will many Machado sign? There's been a lot of rumors. Yeah, exactly. I believe the clubs pulled out on Harper not too long ago. Yeah. There's a, there's a mystery team for both teams I believe there's now two with Machado, White Ooh. Sox are the one offered him, apparently. White Sox
0: Phillies for both I think, but I think a
1: uh, mystery team I believe I heard that outbid both of them.
0: That that's an interesting thing to hear because they who was it the White Sox and the Phillies right? Yeah. They they have one of the lower payrolls. Uh, White Sox have an eighty million dollar payroll and the Phillies have. Uh, $115 million, um, Yeah. compared uh, to the
1: one thing I do want to say about Harper the chances of this being true are kind of like slim but let's go back to when we were talking about Tony Romo as an announcer because
0: oh, yeah, he,
1: he tweeted him and Bryce Harper had a little tweet thing Bryce Harper confirmed that he called Tony Romo to see where he'd be going next season Tony Romo Said he would be playing for the Texas Rangers on opening day. Which, if you're a Rangers fan, that, don't, I don't can see it. you can be excited, but
0: don't, don't but, get your the hopes up.
1: Whole Arod situation that happened in two thousand. They gave him it was a ten year, three hundred million dollar deal, I believe. Oh uh, yeah, something like that. He was his play was definitely worth it, but this is the this is the thing that I think the reason this is the reason why I think teams. Aren't really pulling the trigger on Machado and Harper yet? Is because, yes, Alex Rodriguez is the best player in the league for those three years, probably.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah I'd put so, him over Barry well his record breaking season. Damn.
0: So, but. the Dodgers are obviously kind of front. Uh, they're one of the teams that are kind of in the race for Harper. Um, obviously, Machado left the Dodgers. Uh, after the world series loss or and everything. The Yankees are well the Yankees are always in like the free agent talk, right? They just traded Sonny Gray, but I don't think yeah. going really... to the Reds. Yeah, the Reds. Um interesting uh prospect. Um I read uh, a tweet that someone's speculating that the um the mystery team for Machado could be the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pittsburgh Pirates are have, have only a, like a 60 million dollar payroll. They're probably one of the better starting pitching uh, pitchers in the
1: season. And so I mean I can see him going to the Pirates. I don't think that's a bad move for him. I've heard yeah, I mean, maybe the Padres as well, which it's a very similar situation to the White Sox. Except maybe better. Can we argue the Padres is probably a probably better situation than the White Sox, sorry?
0: Yeah, the the Pirates, I mean Chris Archer, good pitcher. Uh, I think they have Ava Nova still. Um
1: I think they're losing Josh Harling or Josh Harris, Harrison, and Sterling yeah, Marte. I think they're losing at least one of those. I don't know if both of them are free agents, but I know I one of them is. Right
0: yeah. Um. Interesting thing though, while I'm looking at the payroll, uh, payroll, the Boston Red Sox, um, have the highest payroll, two hundred twenty-five million. The league average is a hundred and seventeen million, and that's higher than almost two thirds of the league. So the the big the reason that the league average is so high is cause teams like the Red Sox and Cubs.
1: And Yankees. Huh? And the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Young Carlos Sox- and play a big part in it too.
0: Yeah. The Red Sox and Cubs all have over two hundred million dollars in payroll. The Los Angeles is one eighty eight. New York one eighty four. Uh the Giants are one sixty three. Seattle Mariners, one hundred forty six. Last division. Hey, is this after they traded Cano? Uh yeah. Actually, I think they might so much to pay for though.
1: Their payroll is that
0: big? Yeah, their payroll's still that big. I mean, like, the lowest payroll is, like, the $60 million from Pittsburgh and the $40 million from – Tampa Bay has a $40 million payroll, and, and they have AL Cy Young winner. Like, no, right? Yeah, but – club control.
1: Part of that's just because of the fact that they play in the worst – one of the two worst stadiums in the league.
0: So of all of all the playoff teams so the Red Sox Cubs Dodgers Yankees uh who else was it What um Astros most of these most of the, most of the playoff teams are above the league average the Rockies and Brewers aren't um let's see who else and the, the Oakland A's aren't but everyone else is above that 117 million dollar league average and i mean it makes you kind of think that, like,
1: I think they need to stop doing the. I mean, give your honest opinion. Why do you think the Red Sox, Yankees, these teams have so much payroll?
0: I mean, because they're big. They're big markets, right? Boston, Boston, yeah. World Series champions, so they could afford to pay a little more. I mean, also, I just,
1: I think that luxury tax is going to. Pay a big role in that too owners I mean, their willingness to spend they, yeah. they, they should try and find a way to balance payroll around the league
0: yeah i mean they have a third revenue sharing deal like people like accuse like like the like the players like when they when they're like they're like the veterans don't get like their contracts they like accuse like the teams of like uh, was like unfair like revenue sharing or whatever like they don't like pay the players right yeah, I mean, well,
1: who do you think is gonna go? Where do you think Machado is gonna go? Where do you think Harper's gonna go?
0: Um, I think that Harper might go to the Phillies. I mean, they themselves said they they're they're gonna spend some stupid money, and I think Harper's the perfect place to throw the money at for them. They have a young core that's our. They have a young core and good pitching, and they're they're playoff ready. Um, I think that. Oh, actually, where do you think Harper's going to go?
1: Mm, I would say Texas, but I really doubt that, just because of what Ramos said. But <laughs> I mean, I think the Phillies are definitely one of the contenders.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to say the Yankees.
1: I doubt it's going to go to the Yankees just because of payroll. I think that I don't think the Yankees can handle him. Stan. Yeah. Um. Who else is he? Who else is going after him? Um, I'm trying to think.
0: I think the Dodgers said that they were going after him, but they they almost have a 200 million dollar payroll. Harper would push them over that 200. Oh, Harper with Harper, I they would become Harper the
1: Texas. I I I think Harper goes to Texas. That might sound dumb, but <laughs> first, we're going to use Twitter to back this up. We'll <laughs> hey, be the so- show tweets out a, oh, this is what the Rangers would look like if Bryce Harper. On the Rangers. season, like Bryce Harper tweeted at that tweet with the eyes wide open emoji. No, that's something. Obviously, what we talked about earlier, he talked to Tony Romo. Yeah. Romo is going to the Rangers. <laughs> if, if Romo's just as good as predicting stuff, which probably isn't, but if he somehow is for this one event, he's going to Texas.
0: <laughs> yeah well also in that video it, the angels won the world series which i think is what he's having his eyes wide open at so that's also i guess that's also another possibility is that he goes to, to los angeles and kind of is a buddy with his good old friend mike trout what's it, what's it,
1: oh, you think he really is going to go team up with mike trout
0: I don't, I don't think he is, but that's an interesting prospect. Those are the two greatest players of the generation.
1: The Angels can really get him. Well, who do you, where do you think Machado's going?
0: Um, I mean, the White Sox have the money to throw at him, but I don't think he's going to go there. I think he might sign, like, a short contract, like a shorter contract. So, big bucks, though, for someone. Um... I mean, he might sign that short contract with the White Sox. I don't think he's re-signing with the Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, I think so. And I don't think he's going to the Yankees. It's kind of like a hard thing to say. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't think the Cardinals are in the running. I, I the Phillies yeah. are. I guess.
1: I, I don't think the Cardinals can be in the running. They got Goldschmidt from trade.
0: Right. I think. It, I think it's anyone. I, it, honestly, it's it's really complicated. I think it's a toss up. It, it's a toss up probably between like. Philly, the uh, uh, White Sox, and, like, I don't know, like, the, the the Braves? I don't know. Like, it, it's so hard to him because, like, it's just been, like, these two teams are, are going to get him, right? That's all we know is that, like, the Phillies well, and the White Sox are trying to get him.
1: Back what you're saying, I agree with the White Sox. I think he's either going to go there. I'm not gonna say the Phillies. I'm that's gonna nice. say I'm gonna say the Padres. Give me one of those two teams.
0: Padres. Uh, that's bold. That's a bold thing. Um, well, I mean, I, they could be a mystery
1: team. I think there's there's a very good chance they're one of the mystery teams.
0: Mystery team, or or the Pittsburgh, like I said before.
1: Yeah, um, I so. think I would say Pirates maybe too. All right. Well, so. on Saturday, we. I mean high school basketball, we probably won't talk about it much here, but yes. Julie Newman versus the Mullaball. Yep. Those it's are kind of a matchup people have been wanting for a long time. Yep. Julie Newman, Spin Internet Prodigy. Yep. I mean he's five yep. four though. You received it he does have a D one offer now though. Yep.
0: D one offer. And the U- ball.
1: UTSA Roadrunners. The model ball, no one knows who's going to play. you be able to play in college yet because of the whole overseas thing. Yeah. But pretty much to recap it, um, the model ball and Spire Academy pretty much spanked Danny Christian and Julie Newman from the start. Julie Newman finished with 15 points, I believe. Um,
0: uh, yeah, 15 points.
1: He was saying, his sister, Jaden, was saying, oh, he's going to drop like nice 30 didn't get that. Yeah, no. Lamal Ball, did he, have, did he have 15 points too? I want to say he did.
0: Lamal Ball had 14, 12, and 10. He had yeah, so
1: he had triple-double. But, I mean, if you watch the game, it was – Spire was just fooling around the whole time. I don't yeah. think they were really trying.
0: Yeah, no. Spire uh, – Spire, the Spire team had 11 blocks and 14 steals, uh, while Downey Christian didn't have a single block. And uh, it had six steals – six or seven steals.
1: Yeah. Alright. Well I think that's that. That we covered that. I don't really think we need to say anything else.
0: Yeah. Oh uh, one thing I would like to say though. Uh Spire shot fifty three percent compared to Downey Christian thirty seven. And they had an eleven game. 11...
1: Shot what? selections the big differences.
0: Yeah. Uh but also uh, Spire had an 11-rebound and 24-assist mar- uh, difference compared to 9-Christian. So. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, on to one of our final topics of the day. College basketball. There is, I'd say, quite a lot of shakeup this weekend. There's no longer any unbeatens in college basketball. The mm-hmm. final two fell, Michigan and Virginia. Michigan fell at wisconsin 64 to 54, I want to say it was. It was somewhat close, but not amazingly close. Yeah. And then Duke, um, day earlier in the past week, I want to say a week from a week ago from the day they lost at home to Syracuse. And I know they did lose at home yep. to Syracuse.
0: Jimbo behind Pia's pants. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> they bounce back, beat Virginia at home by
1: two, and Virginia. Both Virginia and Michigan are very good teams. They'll be like one or two seeds probably in the bracket. But.
0: Uh, yeah, Duke so, and Virginia are number one seeds in bracketology right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into
1: bracketology in a little bit. But yeah. Shall we go over the new AP Top 25? And if you want to, you want to go over the coaches' poll as well?
0: Uh, sure, let's go over that.
1: So let's go AP Top 25. The new number one in the nation is Tennessee, which I think after – Duke lost earlier in the week, and Virginia lost, and Michigan lost. I think that was coming. They're followed by Duke, Virginia, Gonzaga, and Michigan rounds out the top five, and the AP top 25. Yeah. Then it goes Michigan State, Nevada, Kentucky, Kansas, and then Virginia Tech's going to round out your top ten, who Virginia beat pretty easily earlier last week.
0: Uh Yeah. Following that, him. we
1: got Carolina who beat Virginia Tech today by over twenty. Marquette, who has Marcus Howard. He's had I wanna say at least a couple fifty point games this series been if he gets hot, he's one of those guys that you really have to make sure he doesn't get hot.
0: He's Clay Thompson esque. If he's on, he can torture you yeah. him by himself, really. We got Maryland.
1: I believe they lost. They lost today as well at Michigan State. Texas Tech. They had a bad week. It happens. They're tied with 14th for 14th of Buffalo. We got Auburn, Houston, Villanova, Iowa, Ole Miss, NC State, Mississippi State, Louisville, Iowa State, and LSU. Louisville, Iowa State, and LSU all entered the top 25 this week.
0: Yeah, and um.
1: Teams that dropped from the rankings were Florida State, who they've just been—they're one and four right now in the ACC, which that's pretty bad. Yeah, Oklahoma yeah. dropped after an zero and two week, and then Indiana dropped from twenty fifth. So, yeah. and then just in outside the coach, of that, oh yeah,
0: in the, in just outside coach, of that
1: is Florida State, Purdue, Kansas State, Nebraska, Wisconsin are the first five.
0: Yeah. Um and in the coaches' poll, uh, your top three are your top four are still the same. You still have Tennessee, Duke, Virginia, Gonzaga.
1: And then they uh, switched. Michigan.
0: Michigan
1: State are switched.
0: Yeah, Nevada's Nevada. The same. Is the same
1: spot. Virginia Tech's up at eight. Yeah. Kentucky and Kansas each move down a spot. Marquette moves up a spot. Oh, they just switched with North Carolina. Yeah. Texas Tech moves up a spot. Buffalo stays at fourteen. Auburn moves up a spot. Maryland moves down three. Houston Villanova stay at the same spot. NC State moves up two spots. Ole Miss stays at the same spot. Iowa just switches of NC State. And then interestingly, Mississippi State, same spot. Florida State, they dropped twelve point twelve ranking spots. Yeah, still in the top 25. yeah Louisville and Iowa State also still both enter the top 25.
0: Yeah, and then Oklahoma dropped and Indiana dropped.
1: And then the, the first five out are LSU, Kansas State, Nebraska, Oklahoma, and Purdue. So,
0: yeah.
1: do, do, you want, you, do you want to go over the standings real quick? Yeah, I'm going to have to go over the standings.
0: Um, do, do you – real quick, though, do you want? Do you think that Zion Williamson or R.J. Barrett should stop the season right now and just prepare for the NBA draft and maybe become the top one pick nope. or maybe have their stock draft? No.
1: I mean, this is, this is one thing I hate All you know, just what's happened is, like, people just want to be one and done. It's like, yeah, but you're not going to get to experience the fun of college basketball. you are get to play in the tournament once. But Mars Madness is one of the greatest traditions in sports. Yeah, And I think athletes that yeah, want to go one and done, they're missing more and out more and more and more mm-hmm. of that. It's a great experience that I think every basketball player should, in some way, be able to experience it. Yeah. March
0: Madness. March Madness is one of the only months where it a sports um, a sports event can completely dominate every single conversation you have with anyone.
1: Yeah, and I mean selection Sundays. If you're a fan of a bubble team, it can be stressful. Oh yeah, if you're on one of those bubble teams.
0: Yeah, if you
1: so, like Go on to the standings. So for because this is the first episode, we're not gonna go full on the bracketology this week. It's a little early to do that, but I'll go over the bubble a little bit, kinda of talk about who's got um we'll go over last four buys, last four in, first four out, next four out, according to Joe and Artie. Yep. last year I believe USC was the only team we didn't get right. Which should have been a lock last year, that's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, we got absolutely scammed last year, bro. <laughs> All right, we look at the last four by Seton Hall, Syracuse, VCU, and Texas. I'm, su- I'm a little surprised to see Texas in there, but they're a big 12 team. I think they deserve <laughs> to be in Syracuse. Should be higher up, they shouldn't be a last four buy.
0: Yeah,
1: last four in we got Arizona, Minnesota, Temple, Butler. And it looks like it'd be Arizona versus Minnesota, Temple versus Butler. And then first four out is Alabama, Arizona State, Florida, and Clemson. In my opinion, I would have Arizona State in. Yeah. Just because I think the Kansas one, that's huge. They've beat Kansas the last two years even though the Pac-12 is not good this year. And then the next four out are Korean, Utah State, San Francisco, and St. Mary's. I would argue that San Francisco should be at least the first four out.
0: Uh, I'm with you on that. San Francisco, the one game that I watched, which is the... Gonzaga,
1: the only game I've watched this season. They were were close to Buffalo, too. I know. All right, right, Uh, well... So that's rocketology. So
0: on to Quick Hits. Basically, we say stuff that we found cool on the internet over the past week or so. Uh, uh, Corey, uh, the Rockets played the Sixers um, today. And Corey Brewer used to play for the Rockets, I think, right?
1: Oh uh, yeah, he did. I think he did. Yeah. I think he did. They got traded so, to the Lakers.
0: He, I'm assuming he was told in the huddle was to not so it was to face guard uh, James Harden 94 feet. So after a play, James Harden uh, like he fell down, and Corey Brewer just stood there playing face defense on James Harden, and then Harden got up and shoved Corey Brewer over. He got like he flopped. Corey Brewer flopped. Pretty cool <laughs> moment. Um. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, also, Greg Hardy had his first UFC fight, formed a defensive tackle for the Cowboys, and it ended after he got DQ'd for an illegal knee to the head. Good job, Greg Hardy. Uh, well, anything else you want to you wanna add?
1: I mean, I can't really think of anything else at the moment, so no.
0: funny video or anything, dude? Come on. Something killed
1: Oh man. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of anything right now, dude. Alright.
0: Uh, I'll say a third one. Spencer Dynamics. Oh, wait,
1: wait, 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 I I I have a statement to make. Joe Montana is still greater than Tom Brady. Ooh I, I will discuss I will discuss why. Alright, go ahead. Yo, you got Here's, one minute, go. Right now. Here's my analogy. It's kinda of similar to the LeBron Jordan thing. I still think Montana is Jordan. Because he's undefeated in the Super Bowl. I still would take him over Brady in a situation that you need points in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Or like your back's against the wall, I think you still take Montana. He's undefeated in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Brady does that does have the most appearances by literally anyone. Except maybe Bill Belichick. But
0: Yeah, I mean he's insane.
1: My argument for him if we, let's look at LeBron James real quick. He's like, what is he like? Three and eight in the finals, something like that. He has a bunch three of responses, but yeah. Okay, it's not three and five. I know he's.
0: No, he's three and five. He has eight. he's at eight finals appearances. Three and five.
1: Is that kind of two thousand seven? Yeah, I think so. Let me think. Two thousand seven, they lost. Two and eleven, they lost. Two and two, two and three, two and four,
0: three and. He's on three and, I think he's three and five or three and six. I, I think, think he's not. five.
1: I think he's three and six. All yeah, right. whatever. It doesn't matter. But Brady's a lot similar to that. I think he has like a fifty percent win rate. Uh, in the Super Bowl.
0: I think he has a six, kind of like nine or, or ten. Higher, I think he has a higher win rate in the Super Bowl. Holland with that upper pack.
1: Pretty much the argument I'm making is Tom Brady's more like a LeBron James than he is a Michael Jordan goat.
0: Uh, Joe
1: Montana is more like Michael Jordan. The Michael Jordan of football. Uh, I know the stats, probably, the stats are probably, a lot of people would probably be pissed at me for saying that, but that's um, that's just my honest opinion.
0: Brady has five wins, four losses, and nine Super Bowl appearances.
1: Yeah, so is there yeah. anything else you want to add?
0: Um, Spencer Dinwiddie. Has his own shoe line. It's uh, called Cronos with an eight after the K, and he basically uses it as a blank canvas. I mean, he's had a Bruce Lee inspired shoes, Jackie Robinson inspired shoes. Um, what else? I mean, he had he had a he had a cool uh, Dwayne Wade one last uh, shoe that he wore for his final game against Dwayne Wade. Um. I mean, if you look on a website, they, they're really cool. They're, and he offered yeah. them all for charity. So really cool. Check it out. All right. Is that it? You don't Me. have anything else to add?
1: No, that's all I have to say.
0: All right. Well, oh, thank you for listening to the first episode of the Sports Royal Podcast, and we'll see you next week.